success is more enjoyable when you have those loved ones to really mm-hmm. and share the experience with. Mm-hmm. So community for me has been amazing friendships that feel supportive and I get to support other people in. It's looked like me being part of masterminds and being able to have friends all around the world that are on the same path as you. Mm -hmm. And then, like you say, it's really been about us creating amazing communities as well. Welcome to the Find Your Strong podcast. I'm Jennifer Van Barneveld Pay, president of Strong Fitness Magazine, founder of Team Strong Girls, and fitness coach turned fitness publisher. Each week, I'm going to give you a thought or an interview of how to build stronger bodies, stronger minds, and stronger relationships. Getting to where I am now has been nothing short of a journey of the ultimate highs and the deepest of lows. I've had my fair share of setbacks, near bankruptcy, an eating disorder, and multiple miscarriages. You name it, I lost my way time and time again. But through it all, I uncovered my purpose, which gave me the perseverance to find my strong and stay the course. I've spent more than 15 years coaching women, and I know that fitness is a vessel to help you feel strong, confident, and empowered in your body and your life. If you're looking for inspiration and motivation, you've come to the right place. You are not going to want to miss this. Hello, and welcome back to the show. On today's episode, I sit down with Nick Pigeon, who is the founder of a multi-million dollar coaching brand, Unstoppable Success. She has a podcast called Unstoppable Success as well, and she's the creator of the Positive Psychology Coach Academy certification. She is an acclaimed international speaker, award-winning positive psychologist, master of science, and triple certified high performance and success coach, as well as best-selling Hay House author. Nick has more than a decade of experience in business coaching and psychology and has mentored tens of thousands of six, seven, and eight-figure coaches to create massive breakthroughs, lasting positive change, and unstoppable success in their lives and their businesses. Her mission is to help millions of humans transform their lives using positive psychology and coaching. And she's making it happen with both of her books and her online coaching programs. And uh, this was an awesome just biz talk from, you know, woman entrepreneur to woman entrepreneur. I hope you guys get a lot out of this. I think you will. And if you love this episode, please take a screenshot, share it with me, share it with her, and let us know what you think. Enjoy. Welcome to the show, Nick. I'm so excited to have you on. I know we've been going back and forth for a while, so it's really nice to actually be able to sit down and look at your face and chat with you. Right. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah. So I'm really, I'm really excited to dive deep with you about all things success, entrepreneurship, and how you help women break through many barriers that interfere with, you know, getting to maybe the next level of their business or even taking that first step, which I think we can all agree is probably the most difficult. (laughs) So true. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, before we get into all of that, I want to go back and um, just find out how you started. Like you're a positive psychologist. Like how did this start for you? It's so crazy because I didn't actually ever study psychology at school. It was obviously a subject, but I wasn't interested in it I was doing maths and physics and business and things like that Mm -hmm. 
And then when I was 18 years old, which seems like a lifetime ago, <laughs> when I was 18 years old, I totally changed my career path. And I went from studying mechanical and automotive engineering, which was what my dad wanted me to do, to completely taking this career change and studying psychology instead. And that came about from one single conversation with my ex-boyfriend at the time, who was seeing a sports psychologist, and he was actually a professional cricket player. And he said, Nick, I've like had this session with this guy. And he said to me, when you're out and you're on the field, don't look at the fielders, but look for the gaps in between them instead. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my goodness. I was like, what an amazing analogy, not just for sports, but for life. Because so much of the time we focus on what's going wrong rather than on the opportunities and mm. what might go right. So that really landed for me. And it's taught me a lot. Obviously, it gave me that big opportunity to change my career and go and study psychology. But it really gave me insight into the power of our mind to change our own thinking and perspective in an instant so that really sparked a fire in me. And I went and studied psychology, first of all, and then went on to do a master's in positive psychology. And I've been studying this for more than 13 years now, and it just gets better every day. That is amazing. That's amazing. And then did you like, did you go right into coaching other women right after that? Like, how did you develop into like you're a business coach for women, but how did that start for you? So my coaching actually started as a personal trainer. Mm. So I was a trainer for 10 years from when I was like 17 to 27. And I think that what I learned from that, because I found that whilst you were coaching people on their fitness goals, and whilst you had people on a treadmill in the gym or doing their functional training workouts, I was actually very much a coach and a counselor for that mm. person as well. So people would come into the gym and they'd be like, oh, Nick, this is going on in my life. And I want to talk through this. So it started to help me understand that actually people growing and people expanding and being their best self. Yes, health and fitness is a big part of it. And we do study that in positive psychology as well. But also it's so much about our emotions and our mindset and mm -hmm. how we are feeling within our well-being and our body. So it really helped to set me on that path. And then when I was in university, we did a lot of coaching training. So the positive psychology masters that I did was research, but it was also applied. So it was how can you actually take the science and go out and implement it? So when I graduated in 2012 from that master's degree, I set up my little first business. Well, I already <laughs> had a business. So I had a supplements company and I started to just add all of the things that I loved into this business. So I started doing motivational events and speaking. And then I had a consultation room back in Newcastle where I used to charge 40 pounds an hour wow. for my coaching. Wow. We have a lot of commonalities. Like I started as a wow. trainer as well and um, also started in the supplement industry. Not, I didn't have my own supplement, but I started there. What kind of supplement did you have? Like, how did that start? <laughs> I still take it today. So it's, yeah, it's a green juice powder. And at the time, like I'd been reading Tim Ferriss's four hour work week and learning about passive income and how to make money without trading hours. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to think and think and think, I'm like, what could I do that is something that I love that makes sense that doesn't have to be my time. Yeah. So I found this product.
product called Green Vibrance, and it's an American product. And I, they didn't sell it in England. So I got like a distribution thing oh, for wow. England, set up a little website, and then had people put orders in, and then somebody else would fulfill them. And I remember the first, it was like £37 or something that came into my bank account. I was like, oh my goodness, I've done it. Like I didn't have to actually do anything apart from share and talk about this product. And it's, I still have it in the freezer now. It's amazing. That's amazing. And it just shows that you've always, like you've had that entrepreneur mindset from a very young age. Did that come from anything? Like, did you grow up with entrepreneurs? It's interesting. My family, my parents are not entrepreneurs, but I always had this like idea or this feeling inside of me that I wanted to do something a bit different. And when I look back, one of my best friend's mums, she was a woman entrepreneur in Newcastle. So she started to help me see differently. And Mm. she used to lecture in Newcastle University about entrepreneurship. So she gave me like all of the vibes that women can do this too. And then my ex-boyfriend, the cricket guy, his dad was also an entrepreneur and he had a really cool story where he was actually an orphan and he'd literally grown up from nothing and worked his way up and started to work in retail and then went on. Do you know the body shop? The yes. Yeah. 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 I was a so, big fan all, all through high I know, school. Right? Even now. <laughs> I, I used to get the, the little mini ones in my stocking yeah. at Christmas. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. So his dad was the first person to franchise that with Anita Roddick oh. and like grew the company massively in Europe. So I started to see him doing these things. And also what was interesting is these two role models were also really nice people. So it helped me make a link between positivity and kindness and being successful. So I feel very grateful for that because it's it helped me learn a paradigm that I think a lot of people don't have. I think a lot of people think money is bad or yep. to be successful, you've got to be a bitch or whatever. So I feel really, really super thankful for that. Yeah. And that just takes me to the next question because you help a lot of women entrepreneurs who want to scale to, you know, six figures, what do you find some of their biggest challenges are to get to the next level in their business? Do you find that it's like mostly mindset or like tactical strategies? It's really different across the board. And it's interesting because I've worked with everywhere from like the brand new starter all the way up to nine figure businesses. And what I've learned both through my experience of coaching across all of those different phases of growth and also from the science of positive psychology is that all of us have our strengths and really business and life is about optimizing and maximizing those strengths. So let's take the $100 million earner that I worked with. She was amazing at what she did, really amazing. But she didn't understand yet the technology and the digital marketing and the funnel. Mm -hmm. So that was a gap where we had an opportunity to really do some powerful work together. Then let's say someone who's just starting out who's wanted to go and build their brand online. Yes, they might need the tactical stuff like creating really good copy or messaging Mm -hmm. or understanding how to sell. But often what I see is before someone can even do that, there might be like a visibility thing that comes up 
which I definitely had when I started. I was like, what are all my friends from high school going to think mm-hmm. when I show up online and I'm like yeah. selling my stuff on the internet? Worried about what other people think 100%. and it holds you back. Yeah. So I think that's definitely a hurdle and it's a celebration as well because all of these pieces of resistance are opportunities for us to work at our edge and overcome them. And I, I really know that it doesn't matter what the phase of growth is, there's always going to be a new challenge and opportunity. It's just going to be a different one. Yeah. So it's seven figures, it's different to six figures. Yeah. And you've just got to get used to the, the landscape of being a business owner, being a little bit unstable and changing all of the time. Yeah, you're forever evolving. And, you know, as you get more successful, there's there's more problems. <laughs> you have to be a major problem solver, right? Um, I find that like, you know, at this point in our business, we were, we're just really um, finding things that, you know, that we don't normally love to do or we're not really that great at and identifying what they are and finding people who can actually do that so we can mm-hmm. stay in our zone of genius. I'm sure you help people sort of navigate around that, right? Yeah, absolutely. And we we have a positive psychology coach certification that really digs into character strengths. And we look mm-hmm. at there's two different um, assessments that you can do. There's the VIA assessment that'll give you a top five. And then okay. there's the Gallup Strengths Finder that'll give you a top five or a top 10. So whether we are teaching clients how to feel happier within the certification, or maybe they've got a big corporate team and they work in HR and they want to really solidify that team's success or we've got an entrepreneur that wants to implement for themselves to grow their business mm-hmm. we look at those strengths and we're like how do these work with the other people that you have around you so all of our teams now are built we do these like strengths tables and we literally profile everyone and we look at okay do we have more strategic strengths or more influencing strengths and it's like so exciting because when you know your strengths it's very energizing Mm -hmm. and it actually helps you boost your motivation because you want to go and do what you're good at because it feels good for you so it really is something that I feel everyone gets to learn yeah I love that I love that so much I was actually just chatting with um, my hubby he's my partner about doing something that like that with the team because everybody does have their own strength we all need different, different strengths on the team, right. To empower everybody and come together. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Now I read something on your Instagram about your money mindset rituals. Can you expand on that? Cause it's so interesting. Mm -hmm. I'm like obsessed. And I think (laughs) like when you learn positive psychology, I think people think that, well, it is a science. So it is a science and what I've understood it is that actually becomes a way of living. So since I started those degrees 13 years ago, there hasn't been a day where I haven't practiced a positive psychology tool or intervention. So I look at it as like a personal system where you get to set up your day and you get to weave it through everything that you do. So the first thing that I think every single morning is thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for this day. I am grateful in every possible way. So just opening up your day in a place of gratitude, we know that grateful thinking really supports your well-being and it supports it in so many different ways. So it's the first chapter in my book. It's the first thing that I do in the morning. 
I then really love to practice breath work and meditation. Mm. So I feel like as well, if you haven't tried meditation or if it's something that feels hard or if you're a busy person, like I, I used to be the person that said, I'm too busy to meditate. Yeah. So for me, if you've got that busy mind, breath work can help clear it and get you centered first of all. And then you can sit in meditation much more easily. Um, I also, I have things that I do all through the day. So as well as doing a morning ritual before I get onto a call or to do a, a talk or a podcast, I'll always do some sort of peak state, even just for a few minutes, a micro ritual mm -hmm. where I might blast music and dance, or I love doing shamanic shaking where you literally shake out your whole body and just shift any emotion and tension around. Um, there's so much that you can do and it doesn't have to be hard. That's awesome. That's awesome. Hey, I just wanted to take a little one minute pause and share with you that this episode is brought to you by my sponsors, Pure Vita Labs, makers of my very favorite protein powder. Go to pvl.com to get 20% off your purchase using my code STRONGGIRLS20 all one word, all caps. That's pvl.com and discount code STRONGGIRLS20. Um, I wanted to go back a little bit about like how do you find that the women that you work with have maybe a hard time knowing their worth and charging for their value? Is that something that you have to work a lot with because I'm finding that with with my team I, I like asking questions that that I can learn from too yeah um, you know just finding and I had that issue too I think we sort of all do you know as we're growing and you know getting bigger and and then realizing that we we might have to go up in price point just to charge more like what we're giving in our value and how do you how do you help people get over that and and know their value and worth yeah, I think there's a, a distinction that I've realized over the years. And when I first started my online business, so I left the UK in 2015 with my suitcase and my big dreams. And I went off to write a book for three months and I never went home. So that three months was turned into six years and I've been in Los Angeles ever since. But what happened when I started that journey was I was making the shift from being a personal trainer and a coach that charged by the hour. So I was charging 40 pounds, whether it was coaching or personal training. And I was in this mindset of I had to trade time for money. Yep. So when I launched the business, I launched a group coaching program to start off with, and I mm. had one person sign up. Now one person in a group isn't a group. So <laughs> I was That's one-on-one -on -one coaching. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, oh my God, what am I gonna do? <laughs> and I actually went back to do one-on-one -on -one coaching but to meet my income goals, I recognized I had to put my prices up. And it felt very hard at the time because I was still in that Newcastle state of mind of charging 40 pounds an hour. So I had to do a lot of inner work, a lot of affirmations, a lot of really getting fearless and really backing myself and meditating three times a day on the intention of the money that I wanted to make. Mm. So at that time, it was really a big leap that I had to make inside of myself to do these self-belief practices three times a day to help me feel confident and certain. I look at it slightly differently now because what I found was I got my own self-worth so wrapped up in the price point mm -hmm. 
that I was like attaching myself to it and it didn't feel good. So now I talk about like the separation and I talk about actually it's not your self-worth. It's the value of the results that you're able to create in partnership with your client. And they're investing in themselves in order to get the result. The money is a currency of their commitment. So I separate the certainty and I always ask our ladies, I'm like, right, do you feel certain in your sales process? Do you feel certain you could show up on a call and sell your thing for the price point? And if they say no, I separate and I get clear, okay, is it your product that you're not certain in? I was like, yeah, like I'm really, I'm not confident it gets results, Nick. Okay, cool. Let's look at the product. Let's yeah. look at what the result is and work backwards to see mm-hmm. what the ingredients are you need to get that result. If it, the product you're certain in, and I always say, could you give a 100% money back guarantee? And if you can't, then you're not certain. And if you can, then you're confident in that program that people aren't going to ask for that because it gets results. If you've got certainty in the program, but you haven't got certainty in your sales process, then it's something that's coming from within. Mm -hmm. So that's when I would bring in the rituals and the self-belief process. I love that. I love how you said take yourself out of it and actually really dive deep in what you can actually do for for the person. Sometimes it's even asking the current client that you're working with, how has this helped you? And getting that feedback, you know? 100%. I love doing a survey because we, like certainly for myself and what I see is we think in a very certain way. So I might write copy or I might think about client struggles in terms of my feelings. So I might say, okay, my client wants to make an extra $10,000 a month. That's my language. But when I go and ask our clients or I look back at old application forms, they might be saying it in terms of I'm stuck at a certain income level and I don't know Mm -hmm. how to pass that. So I've started communicating and writing in the language of our clients rather than in the way that I think and feel. And that's been amazing for the connection and the understanding. I love how you said, you know, that you that you really tap into your client's perspective and, and how you write copy, because as you grow personally through your business and evolve, sometimes sometimes you get a little disconnected, you know, and you start using words that you would only use and that they're not using, like in the fitness world, you know, I see a lot of my coaches using like counting macros and, 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 and not a lot of people are, you know, not, not the beginner person that just wants to lose a little bit of weight. They're not losing sleep overnight about counting macros. They just, they just want to feel better. Right. They just want to lose a little weight. They want to fit into their jeans. Right. So I love, I love that. Do you copy coaching with your clients, like teaching them how to write and communicate better? Yes. And I love that because I love speaking and writing. It sounds so basic, doesn't it? Like two of the things that we do every day as humans. Yep. And I obviously write my books and it just feels like a very connected experience for me. And I think I've really learned about how to write well and also how to write copy that converts. So it feels very easy and it feels very joyful for me when a client sends me a sales page and they're like, Nick, can you take a look at this? I'm like, yeah, yes, I can. <laughs> you love so it. I'll go through and I'll look at like, because there's really simple shifts that you can make with copy to just help it land more powerfully for the person that's reading it. Tell me about your book. Oh my goodness. I feel so <laughs> grateful to be able to write books. It's really cool. So 
my They're like babies, right? Yeah, totally, totally. <laughs> so now is your chance with my first book, and that's a 30-day guide to living your happiest life using positive psychology. And someone called it the like the little Bible for happiness. So you can literally flip it open and you get a tool per day for 30 days, which is something easy that you can implement. And it really teaches that positive psychology isn't just about being happy all of the time. It's also about finding those gems and finding that gold within the challenges and the hard times too. And then the next book that I'm actually writing takes it a little bit deeper. So three of my close friends took their own lives. And yeah, so there's a lot of research like in positive psychology that is for struggling populations. So the next book that I'm writing is called One More Day, and it's actually a positive psychology informed approach for suicide prevention, Mm -hmm. which isn't anywhere that I ever thought I would go with the trajectory of my research. And it feels like it's the place that I can have the most impact right now. So it feels very, Mm -hmm. very special. And I'm actually really enjoying writing the book because there is so much positive potential for it. Oh, wow. That's amazing. And that's like, that's like life-changing, you know, like if you can help one person not do that, like, totally. that's incredible. And when do you, when do you um, think that the book will be ready? Probably in 2023. So what I've learned, I mean, writing copy for social media or a sales page happens much faster. (laughs) The process of a book. (laughs) Yeah. Like even the shipping on a book with um, like a publisher, because I'm with Hay House, like Mm -hmm. a publishing company. It's about nine months from the time that like the book's like, (laughs) yeah. And then it's like on a boat somewhere. Well, well, we'll include um, your your current book right now in the show notes. So if anybody wants to pick that up um, and I have to ask you about this, that I, I also read this on your Instagram. I, I went on your Instagram and, and creeped you a little bit, but I loved how you said, let comparison and competition fuel you and not diminish you. And, you know, being in the fitness industry, helping coaches myself, I see that all the time, you know, people are constantly with social media, constantly looking at, you know, their competition and it can actually deflate them. How, how can you actually use this to fuel you and not deflate you? Yeah, I think it's a simple, powerful mindset shift that we mm-hmm. get to use. And I see this happening both in really productive and constructive ways, and also in ways that can really harm and hurt us inside. So I remember I actually had a moment in 2018 where I felt really embarrassed because I didn't feel like I was going fast enough in my Mm. business. And I feel like that low level emotion of shame or guilt when it lands in your body, it really doesn't feel good. And if you sit with it for too long and you ignore it or you make it too strong, then it can be detrimental to your growth because what happens is the more we tell ourselves I'm not doing enough or I'm not good enough or I'm not going fast enough or that person's better than me, over time in our brains, it actually depletes our motivation. And Mm. that negative thinking is the thing that takes us down. So the invitation is actually to look at those people as representations for what is possible. So 
okay, they're doing it. That means it is possible. That means I can do it too. So thank you for illuminating the path up ahead. And I'm going to really use that fire and that fuel to tell myself that I can do this. And everything that I've done up until now has been total perfection. And it's been my learning ground or through my market research. Yeah. And now I'm ready to go. I love that. It's it's really about reprogramming. <laughs> it's, it's really yeah. about how you react and think to everything. But I, I love, I love those tips that you just shared. That's, that's really amazing. Now you also seem like you're super, you're super, you know, you love community and you love building community and you think community is very important. And I totally believe in that too. It's how I built my business. It's how my women succeed in, in, in the strong girls world. How, how do you, um, how do you use community in your own success? I think over the last few years, we've really noticed and understood the true power of connection. Mm-hmm. Like as humans, we really need a place to belong and it helps us flourish and thrive in life. And when that was taken away from us with all of the different yeah. lockdowns, I think we really realized just how important it is. So for me, relationships have always been the real rich in life. So you can make all of the millions and that's great. But when I was traveling the world and I was speaking on stages, I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. I'm living my dream of doing all of the things. I would still have this feeling when I walked into an amazing five-star hotel and I looked around and wanted to tell someone about it. I wanted someone to share it with. And it's like success is more enjoyable when you have those loved ones to really Mm -hmm and share the experience with mm-hmm. so community for me has been amazing friendships that feel supportive and I get to support other people in it's looked like me being part of masterminds and being yeah. able to have friends all around the world that are on the same path as you mm-hmm. and then like you say it's really been about us creating amazing communities as well So we have our elite mastermind clients that are about to fly into Los Angeles for an in-person experience. Oh, amazing. It's it's pretty cool, isn't it? Like they're coming from England and all around the world. And it feels really special to consolidate what you've been doing week by week online or in the Facebook group and then come together and take the time away from your business to be in person and just allow that magic to happen together. That's amazing. I'm a firm believer that transformations don't happen in isolation. You know, whether whether it's like in your business, whether it's personal, you need to have that community around you to support you. You need to have like-minded people around you um, to motivate you, get you to the next level, support you. You know, when you're having ups and downs, you need to have that. Um, and that's, that's incredible that you've built. That's incredible that you're going to have does now does everybody currently just it's online and this is the first time everybody's meeting or we used to do it every six months Mm -hmm. and then this is the first in-person thing that we've done in almost two years because the travel from England to the U.S. has just opened up so everything's been online you feel like you've met people before (laughs) yeah yeah it's funny but you haven't (laughs) yeah like I feel like we've met but it just feels really special. And also I'm five foot 10. So everyone are you? like, 
oh my god you're so tall and I'm like yeah I know <laughs> yeah I know it's funny like uh, you know when we we meet people in our community for the first time it's like they they're like oh you're real yeah we're real yeah. <laughs> but you know them it's it's a it's a weird feeling but there's nothing like human to human connection right um so I ask this to all my guests at the end and that is what does the word strong mean to you? Oh, for me, it's a feeling. So it's like that knowing and that energy inside. Like when I think of it, I feel it like in my heart space. It's like that sense of personal power and that feeling of being unstoppable and knowing that when you trust yourself mm. and you really listen into your intuition, you just take those small positive steps, you're always going to be okay. You said the word unstoppable and just remind me, you have a podcast too. So share with everybody your podcast. And if you guys have a, a moment, just pause and go uh, subscribe to her podcast. Oh, what is yeah. it? Thank you. So <laughs> podcast is unstoppable success. Awesome. Awesome. And where can people find you, Nick, other than the podcast? Instagram. We'll include the links. Instagram. Instagram. I love to hang out. So I'm at Nick Pidge on that. That's my favorite place to voice know and connect properly with everyone. And then on my website as well, Nick Pigeon, you can grab a free copy of the book on there as well. So I'll send you the Amazing. link. Awesome. I'll include all the links in the show notes. It was such a pleasure chatting with you. Hopefully one day I can get to LA and maybe we can meet for a coffee. I would love that. <laughs> Let's do that. <laughs> um, thanks again. I know, I know all of our listeners have gotten so much from you today. So I really appreciate you taking the time and coming on and sharing your knowledge. And I wish you nothing but success. And again, hopefully we can meet in the sunshine one day. Thanks, Nick. And that's a wrap on another episode. Guys, thank you so much for spending this time with me. I just love being able to share these strong stories and thoughts with you. And I hope you were able to take away a piece of inspiration from today. If there's one favor I could ask, please keep sharing, post a screenshot, share a direct link with a friend or post a review and help spread the word so more people can tune in and find their strong. And if you ever wanted to subscribe to our Strong Fitness Magazine and get the physical copy mailed to your doorstep for more inspiration and motivation, I will include the link in the show notes and please feel free to use my Strong Girl 3 discount code to save. Guys, I cannot wait for the next show. I'm Jennifer Van Barneveld Pay. Take care and stay strong.